0: Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On NHL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host from Locked On Avalanche, Chris Maselli. Joining me, as always, mixtape Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning. And yeah, typically we do power rankings on Thursdays, but we are going to, like I said in the opening, if you're watching on YouTube, semi skip that just because of the all-star break, not much going on in movement for the NHL, but there's still a lot to talk about. uh, Obviously in relation to news going on around the league, and we will kind of relate that to how will that affect the teams in the power rankings going forward? So. Let's dive in because there's a lot to get to. And I think the first thing that needs to get brought up is whenever he gets into trouble uh, or, or if trouble finds him, as maybe some Boston fans want to say, uh, we got to talk about it. And it's Brad Marsh and once again, mixing it up uh, with this time, Tristan Jari of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And it was, I mean, you've probably seen it, kind of like a rabbit punch to Jari and then threw his stick up in his his grill as he's kind of skating by him and as the ref's trying to get him away from everybody. And minutes before we hit record, they came down with a six-game suspension for him. We'll start with the incident. Did you think much of it? Did you think more of it because it was Martian getting involved in stuff again? Or what's your take on it?
0: Uh, I I really th- didn't think much of it. I mean, we've seen Brad Marchand get into his fair share of just incidents trying to antagonize other players uh, on opposing teams. But I, I think at least me, I am shocked by the length of the suspension. I, I think six games. I mean, really, and, and this goes back to really what's the measuring stick here for the league? Uh, and, and for there me, at least that. it's. It's Tom Wilson. I mean, if Tom Wilson could body slam someone to the ice and get, did he even get suspended, Chris? Well, I don't remember. That seemed like for, no. forever ago with how many games he got, or maybe he got a one game suspension. Anyway, I, I'm, no, just he didn't. Confused. He got nothing. Yeah. Okay. So he got nothing. So by that logic, I, yes. Does Brad Marchand deserve six games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Maybe some other people would think that maybe a little bit longer, but yeah, I'm, I'm just confused because I did, like I said, I don't know what the measuring stick is. I don't know how you could make a reasoning for one action to be worse than another. I mean, we've seen him do other things, probably just as bad as what we've seen other players do that have gotten less game. So uh, yeah. were you at all surprised by the length of the suspension or? Is no, I think, I,
1: th- of- I think it's okay. I think I, I'm okay with it. And, and I don't, and I say that, you know, not being a Brad Marchand fan for these exact reasons, but is what he did um, to the length of, you know, knocking a guy out? No, I mean, he threw a punch that he shouldn't have thrown, but it wasn't like he was throwing a haymaker like, a, you know, and, and just had Jari like sprawled out and unconscious. It was a cheap shot. Jari didn't see it coming. And, and that's Marchand's game. He's a cheap shot artist. So is that uh, uh, something that you should have a long suspension for? The only reason, the only argument you, you can have to why it should be longer is not because of the act. Cause the act wasn't, like I said, it wasn't horrible where, where Jari's, you know, health was on the line. It's because he's always involved in this stuff. Yeah, That's the only reason why you, you would extend it longer, but there has to be a limit for that too. You can't just, cause if, if you make it 10 games and then the next time he gets into trouble, when the next time he gets into trouble, it's not if uh, you can't, you're not going to, depending on what it is, you can't just extend, you can't keep extending it. You can't go 10, then the next one's 11, then the next one's 13. It's you have to kind of take, yeah, w- that he is a repeat offender and he's going to be a repeat offender for the entirety of his career because he's just that kind of guy and take what he did into account. It, it was cheap. It was, you know, but it wasn't, like I said, where Jari's health was really on. If he, the punch really wasn't even that hard. You know what I mean? Like it was, it yeah. was a punch, but it wasn't like he, he had all his weight going into it. Um, and then when you throw the stick up, that's a little bit, that could have been more dangerous than the punch when the stick went yeah. up into his face. Um, and then the stuff with, with Sidney Crosby preventing him from going to get uh, a stick when when Crosby's stick broke that that's just that that's just annoying Brad Marchand and so yeah I think yeah, earlier yeah. in the game too
0: Jari I don't know if it was during warmups or between whistles but he was trying to give a puck to a fan and Marchand just came over and, and knocked the pick off the, the, the puck right. off his stick so you know a little antagonizing stuff but no you you're you're absolutely right I think um and, and once again I mean why are we slapping the label repeat offender on it. If next time he gets into trouble, it's, it's really not going to be taken into account.
1: Well, you know, and if you want me <clears throat> to get personal with my team, they came down hard on Nazem Kadri. Yeah. Two more games than, than they're giving out Marshan right now. But that was for a hit to the head, whether or not Qadri intended to do it. I don't think it was <clears throat> as intentional as it turned out to be, but that was that guy's health came into play. Yeah. Jarry's really didn't. Jarry's is, you know, it, like I said, just uh, you're still not supposed to be throwing punches at anybody uh, or, or I should say or at any goalie, um, especially when he's not even looking. That's just cheap, man. Yeah. I mean, but it's par for the course for Marchand. He's he's an idiot and he knows yeah. it. And that's part of his game. Doing stuff like preventing Crosby going to get a stick, doing things like when Jarry's trying, like you said, when trying, trying to throw a puck to a fan and and interrupting that that's his way of getting on your skin and it works it works for you know the other team it works for fans who can't stand him and he relishes in that role he yeah. relishes it he loves it so <clears throat> six games how will this affect them cuz you know the bruins are you know they have a playoff spot right now and they're pretty comfortable in front of detroit i think in in the standings but the what are these six games
0: they got, they, are, go ahead. Carolina, yeah, they got Carolina, they got Carolina, Ottawa, the Rangers, the Islanders, Ottawa again, and then your avalanche. And so his first game back will be against oh, Seattle.
1: Re- that annoyed. Well, no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> because I was going to say the, the avalanche game, that's when McKinnon got taken out when he, his nose was sideways, but it wasn't Marshan who did that. Cause I was going to say, there's going to be some retaliation coming, but that's for uh, Taylor hall. Um, yeah. So, you got one, let's see, one, two, three, four. So, four of those games are on the road in Ottawa, New York, New York, Ottawa. When I say New York, I mean Rangers and Islanders, obviously. So, um, what do you think they go here in those six games that he's
0: out? I mean, they have two games within their division that, that are easy Easily winnable games. Uh, as for the Islander game, I think that's a game that they should win regardless of who's on the ice. I mean, they, I think I think it's safe to say with the Islanders and the Senators that the Bruins could roll out a, a team of locked-on NHL hosts out there and probably still win yeah. those games. Um, <laughs> as for Carolina, New York, and your avalanche, those are going to be tough games, and those are going to be games that, that they definitely would have needed Marchand on the ice for. Uh, and unfortunately his stupidity has, has landed him on the suspension list. So really, uh, those are three wins. I think if they won two out of three plus those Islander and those senators games, I think that they, they would have made some good headway in the standings. I don't know how close they would have gotten to the other teams in the Atlantic division. I don't, I I mean, you're not going to catch up to Toronto anytime soon. You're almost 10 points behind, but, um, Still, you know, at this point in the season, you need to rack up as many points as you can. And, and really, when you lose one of your star players due to something especially like this, it,
1: I'm sure there's players on the Bruins that are a little bit frustrated like that by this. Yeah. I mean, you ha- just looking at, you know, the, the records of the teams in those six games, <clears throat> yeah, you have to say it hurts them to not have Marchand for Carolina, the Rangers, and the Avalanche. Does it hurt them enough where they would struggle against the Senators twice and the Islanders, I don't know about that. I think they should still be comfortable against those teams, but he's always a factor. And you yeah. know, he they, they would have had a, a shot against Carolina, the Rangers, and the Avalanche, and they still might. Anything's possible in the game of hockey. But those are three games that they, that they clearly would want him in. <clears throat> so uh, if they go three and three. With, without him i think you know that's that's uh, that's okay i think it's where they'd be aware yeah i
0: don't i don't think that the the next six games are going to be a catastrophic failure i think if you grab at least one out of three from carolina new york or colorado i think you're you're in pretty good shape heading into a they they have a little bit of a west coast trip coming up uh, to end the month as well as begin uh March, so you know that's definitely yeah. a trip that they're going to need him on. So it kind of works out in a way. Uh, he's going to be a little bit more rest, well rested for that West Coast trip, as we all know. East Coast teams have an issue uh, going out west with the time <laughs> difference and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um all right. you know, it, it does work out.
1: All right, well, that's Marshan. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> let's hear from Ben online and then we'll get into Vegas. And Mark Stone, because he another kind of breaking news before we started recording, uh, he is out with an upper body injury. What does that mean on many levels? So, let's hear from Bet Online. And it has you covered this season with more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before as football makes its way towards the big game and the Super Bowl right around the corner. Bet Online. .net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, the NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time, updated, and current games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new, amazing offers available for the 2022 seasons. It's where the game starts. That's BetOnline.net. So one of the things that I am watching like a hawk is how Vegas is going to twist themselves into knots to get Jack Eichel on the ice and that team cap compliant. That is going I mean, if you're someone who enjoys that stuff and I love it about salary cap, shedding cap, trade deadlines, uh, free agent signs. I love all that stuff. I, I genuinely Don't know what Vegas is going to do uh, to get Jack Eichel on the ice under the cap. They're going to have to make moves. It's it's indisputable. It's undeniable. But every time something happens with them and two things have happened right after the All-Star break. Oh, and I don't have their roster in front of me. I can't remember. There was a player that... Pete DeBoer said was injured. He had a broken bone in like his foot or something like that. So that was one thing. Let me see if I can bring up the roster real quick. and It'll jog my memory on who it was. Um, and so, so he's out. I think it was White Cloud. Yes, it was Zach White. Yeah, Cloud. it was White Cloud. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. And now, now, like minutes before we're recording, you have Stone, Mark Stone, out with an upper body injury. And every time something happens injury wise for Vegas right now, like in the game right now, you have to have in the back of your mind is all of this. Are these guys really injured? And I don't want to take injuries like lightly. If they're really injured, then they're injured. But how much of it is to get cap compliant so they have room for Eichel? I don't know. Maybe maybe these guys are legit injured. But it, would it surprise me if they go on LTIR tomorrow? Not at all. Because I don't think Vegas really thought this thing through <laughs> fully, if you ask me.
0: Having, having followed the lightning for the last couple of years, I, I do know a thing or two about going <laughs> through the loopholes of the salary cap. Now yeah. – I I think the smart thing to do, because you also got to remember, it's not only Mark Stone that's that that is injured right now, but you also got Alec Martinez as well, who's yeah, uh, he's yes. uh, And then, of course, White Cloud and Eichel when he eventually comes back. Now, if I were Vegas and and I know this is frowned upon by a lot of people most recently with my lightning, but everybody forgets about the uh, about the Blackhawks a couple of years back. I say you just keep Eichel off the roster until the playoffs. I, I, I think that's the only way. You know, why rush him back? Well, Maybe have him play the last week, week or so of the regular season and and I, I just don't know. I don't know what the because I yeah, um, like you said, I don't think Vegas thought this through when when they acquired <laughs> Jack Eichel. I, I the only way I could see them possibly getting under the cap where it would make sense with they would have to give up a a key player on this team. And I don't know how you could do that. And without reservations of Jack Eichel,
1: possibly coming back and not being Jack Eichel. Right, Um, man. Yes. And that's my other part of it is like, everybody's just expecting him to just get out on the ice and be the Jack Eichel of old. Like, and I'm not saying he can't do that. And maybe that is like, to, to your question, maybe that is why they bring him out now like on on track on time because they have to get him into game shape and game mode for the playoffs and oh yeah the pacific is tight yeah you know what i mean like they're not running away with this thing so i think they want him back in there because if they do get the jack eichel that everybody knows yeah they're a dangerous team but you have to give up stuff and you, you're not giving up one guy. You're giving up multiple guys, and the guys that you're likely going to have to give up is your depth players and how you know all about, you know, guys on uh, injured reserve until the playoffs <laughs> come around. Like, I know about a top-line team because that's what the Avalanche were about three years ago. Yeah. They they were Miko Rantanen, Gabe Landeskog, and Nathan McKinnon, and that was it. And, you know, the, it, and, and they struggled. And over the years, they've addressed the depth, and now they're a solid team from top to bottom. Vegas is that right now. Are they going to be in another couple of weeks when Jack Eichel comes out and they have to shed some of those guys? They might be a very top-heavy team, and teams can deal with that. Teams can 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 overcome that A very good top line that they will have, maybe one of the best in the league, and deal with it for 30 seconds, 45 seconds on a shift, and then stick it to them for the rest of the, the shifts that are out there, the lines that are out there. I don't know. Like I, I I don't for for this year, it might be a little bit difficult for, for Vegas to really navigate this thing. But I think they just got excited that Eichel was available. They they traded for him and then like we'll fi- we'll figure it out. We'll deal with it later. And they will, but it will it hurt their team going forward. Cause they according to our power rankings, they were hovering right around 10. Dropping here and there, but really not dropping too far. Maybe not side of like twelve. And I think a lot of people are just expecting them to just ascend once Eichel comes in. But I want to see it before I'm going to believe it.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. And and it's a little strange how high the expectations people have for Eichel. All things considered, I mean, the videos that have surfaced online of him playing is even when before he got the surgery was playing men's beer league. And then most recently, he's just casually skating on the ice. So it's – unless Vegas is seeing things behind the scenes with Eichel that are really impressing them, and that's why there's a little bit of hype around it, I totally get it. But um, like we stated throughout the whole process of this, and, and the whole reason why there was so much controversy up in Buffalo is that something like this has never been done before with a hockey player. So you really don't know how his body is going to react. and, and Exactly. It, it, for for maybe some of our listeners that have never played hockey before but guess what you kind of need to learn you kind of need to move your neck in a proficient way uh to play <laughs> hockey important. yeah it's kind of yeah. important um so and, and also him not being able to play it like a full game speed you don't know if he's going to go out there get a big hit and then kind of get the yips for the it. rest of the season yeah
1: right right and and guys aren't going to back off you know what I mean? Guys are going to be like, "Yeah, Eichel's out there. Let's not let's not take him out." I mean, if he's lined up for a hit, guys are going to hit him. So, um, I don't know, man. Like it, it's something to watch, absolutely everything. Like yeah. who who Vegas keeps putting on uh LTIR if anybody or who just mysteriously starts getting injured. Um, you know, what Eichel looks like when they come back, when he comes back. Just, this is this is going to be a an interesting team to to keep eyes on. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely expect a move because if it's one
0: thing that we have learned from Vegas is that they're not afraid to make big trades.
1: No. Yeah, I, I feel like Vegas is like the New England Patriots of hockey. It's like <laughs> no, they'll the we'll take in.
0: They're, they're the Los Angeles Rams. They'll just well, trade for ra- it.
1: Well, I was just to say like New England was just known as like you're expendable. Like if, uh, you're, if yeah. we don't care, we'll just get rid of you for the betterment of the team. But this is a little bit different because it's like it's not for the betterment of the team, it's because we have a cap we're up against. So keep eyes on this, people, because this is going to be exciting. Um, all right, let us hear <clears throat> from Rock Auto and then the Montreal Canadiens with a, a higher the team that's been bottom feeding from our power rankings for majority <laughs> of the season. Does this do anything to move the needle? Let's uh hear from Bet on, or excuse me, not Bet Online. <clears throat> rock auto. And with the ever increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry where you have a computer with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket, save time and money when using rock auto. It is a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything that you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck Right, Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The Montreal Canadiens fire their coach and hire a new one. Both kind of questionable moves. I don't know, for me personally, I don't know why when you're that low in the standings um, and you're halfway through the season, just ride it out. Um, and then if you are going to fire your coach and hire a new one and you give him a you're just hired for the rest of the season mantra and title, that doesn't bode well. Either. I don't get any of this. And including the hire itself, uh, Montreal goes out and hires Martin St. Louis, the, you know, famous Ranger and famous Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, great guy was one of, a favorite player of mine to watch play never coached a lick in the nhl not to say that you know he doesn't know hockey clearly he knows hockey but sometimes it doesn't always translate into coaching hockey uh was this a surprise hire for you absolutely uh (laughs) i you know i
0: i i am in the same boat as you uh one of my favorite players growing up obviously played for the lightning um And so when I read it, I had to do a double take. I was like, wait, Marty St. Louis, the player? Is there a different Uh, St. Louis? (laughs) That's why I I did a double take. And um, having time to think about this, I would say the only I mean, there really is no logical reasoning other than maybe he impressed in a a meeting uh, with Jeff Corton uh, where. Really, the the only the only connection you have with those two is that they're both at one point were associated with the New York Rangers, so maybe they got to know each other at one point uh, during uh, Gorton's uh, tenure with the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, St. Louis has always we, been known we, as a smart player, but at the same time, that like you said, it doesn't always translate into behind the bench. And
1: yeah, I, I guess what I just don't get is is why. If this is like your guy, why not sign him to a contract? Sign him to a multi-year contract. Yeah. But you're basically telling it like I guess we have to see how this pans out. If he just coaches the rest of the year and then next year they hire a brand new coach, what was the point in firing your initial coach anyway and bringing in a new coach for three months? What is the point in doing that? Just I mean, I know if the guy's already lost the locker room, he's lost the locker room. Nothing is going to turn around for this season for the Canadians in in St. Louis for the remainder of this season. So just suck the rest of the year, have the best odds to get the number one pick, fire the coach then and then hire who you want to a multi multi multi-year deal. I don't get this. I never understand why teams at the bottom of the standings fire coaches at any, you know, at me, I'd say right now from the halfway point on.
0: No point to me. It's a strange situation given also that you're firing a coach who also took your team to the Stanley Cup final last year. A year Uh, ago. Yeah. Uh, So, and and yeah, like you said, if if this is your guy, sign him to a long-term contract. But at the same time, what do you expect to see from St. Louis in three months? It's going to take him at least a month to get to know the guys on this team. It's going to take probably two for them to learn whatever system or – to get used to whatever system that he wants to instill. And then by the time you kind of see the fruits of the labor, possibly you're going to have season's maybe over. a month. Yeah, season's over. Um, I don't know if maybe this is just a test run to see how just everybody in the organization gels together. Uh, obviously, it. I don't know. It's just a very strange situation. At the same time, mm-hmm. if I was St. Louis, I wouldn't pass this up because he's from the area. He grew up a huge huge Canadians fan so i it's a it's a very strange situation very if i was a canadians fan i would be slightly upset <laughs> uh, yeah about i mean this and, and
1: all that stuff that you're saying like all the, these time frames this is a a a coach who's never coached before that yeah. has to navigate that that's crazy like this is a guy who's learning his way if he wants to get into coaching that's fine yeah. and i'm rooting for him i hope he can be a good coach but for him to never have coached an NHL game in his life, and then to go tell him go coach the worst team in the league for the remainder of the season, and if you don't do well, there's there's no guarantee that we're gonna you know we're gonna bring you back. Or even if you do well, there's no guarantee we're gonna bring you back. Yeah, it makes zero sense to me, zero. So I, I wish him well. Uh, it's a tall order, but uh, man, that that that's have fun, <laughs> have fun with that because. I'm, I'm glad it's not me. I put up on Twitter jokingly, like, hey, moves like this are, are why I hold out hope that I will someday be a, a NHL GM. <laughs> I have no experience, but I love it. So my resume is up on Indeed if you want to pull from it. But I will not apply for the Chicago Blackhawks. I can tell you that. I'm not doing that one. Yeah. Staying away from that. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, um, and again, when it comes to the power rankings, does this do anything? Maybe sometimes, you know, I I get it. And and for the people that are saying, like, well, they have to make a move. He lost the, the team and lost the locker room. And maybe this will just jumpstart them like it did in Vancouver. Yeah, I get it. I, I get that side of it. But I think how poorly Montreal is playing, I just don't think there's any hope for this season. Just I call the season a dud and move on. I also think...
0: uh just from St. Louis's point of view, uh, if I were him, if I was in his place, I think you're putting yourself in almost an unwinnable situation. Starting your very, very <laughs> fresh coaching career right. in the biggest hockey market in the league. Yeah, um, I, 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 I just, I just don't. <laughs> rough. <laughs> I, I hate to be overcritical, but I don't see
1: the. I don't know what the thought process was. There. I don't know. I don't know. It maybe is the New York connection. I didn't even really think about that until you just said it. So it could be that. So, all right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for today. We should be back next week with a fresh batch of power rankings. So uh, tune in on the Thursday edition of locked on NHL. So um, that's going to do it for this week. He's Mr. Adam Denker from locked on Lightning. I'm Chris Maselli from Locked On Avalanche. And thank you for listening to the Thursday edition of Locked On NHL. We'll see you guys next week.